0: Welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hey, everyone, I'm John Lin, the founder and chief editor at Healthcare IT Today. We're excited to bring you another in our series of interviews with top leaders in health IT. And our guest today is Sanjeev Shetty. He's president and COO at DBSync. Welcome, Sanjeev.
1: Thanks for having me, John.
0: Yeah, excited for our discussion. Uh, before we dive into our topics, tell us a little bit about yourself and DBSync.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Sanjeev Shetty, uh, president and COO of DBSync. Uh, my focus really has been uh, in the healthcare vertical of DBSync. Uh, I come from the senior living background, so spent five years uh, consulting on the provider side and also working uh, you know, for a technology based company providing solutions to that sector. And prior to that, most of my career has been uh, in the telecommunications sector uh, for 19 years. So that's a little bit about myself. Uh, DB Sync, uh, think of us as a UPS of data, John. Hmm. <laughs> You simply transfer data from one application to another. We have two main product lines. We have uh, something called cloud workflow. So think of that as sort of your point-to-point uh, application integrations and automation. And then we have cloud replication, which is sort of the data ops and the data warehousing side of our business. So it allows you to take uh, you know a database such as Salesforce and replicate it into a data lake instance for things like AI, ML, and so on. Yeah. Well,
0: and we we met at the point click care user conference. So uh, yeah, I think we want to get to that eventually. But before we go into there, uh, you know, what's interesting about Sync is you've connected so many platforms, even outside of healthcare. So talk to me about, you know, data access and sharing. Is it really a healthcare problem? We hear all about it. It's complicated, et cetera. Or how do you see this in, in other industries? Is it a problem in other industries as well?
1: Absolutely, John, that's a great question. You know, before I jump into answering that question, you know, there are a couple of things that we have to realize as an industry. You know, if you look at uh, the use of SaaS applications over the last, let's say, seven years, you know, 2015, uh, an average organization may have, you know, may have had like eight applications that they use. Now it's like 110. So the use of SaaS application has grown over tenfold. The other backdrop that we're facing, John, and you probably know this best, is that we have a labor shortage. So, twenty percent of the industry post-pandemic left the industry. The demand for healthcare workers, you know, far, far surpasses the supply. Uh, I think I read a stat that you know by twenty thirty, there's going to be a need for ten million healthcare workers. <laughs> and if you look at you know the average time spent by a clinician or a healthcare worker on Mundane, repetitive data keying kind of tasks, it's like 20, 30% of their day. And no one really wants to do that. Uh, so, you know, that's where we come in. And this problem isn't specific to healthcare. I mean, I worked in, you know, at least three other verticals and, you know, it was the same challenge. Uh, the only difference is back then, you, you know, you, you had to sort of do those point to point costly integrations that, uh, you know, took time. And, uh, you know, here we are, fast forward, you know, seven, eight years. and you know, we have templatized the whole process of integration with no code applications and um, we've made it real simple. Uh, but, uh, you know, to go back to your question, you know, if you look at any industry, uh, let's say you have an industry like e-commerce, you know, they wanna sync their omni-channel orders and fulfillment data process, CRM and ERP and accounting systems, um, you know, so that they can have a better streamlined process. You know, any other industry using a uh, you know a, a CRM like Salesforce will want their orders and their accounting invoices, you know, be uploaded into into their accounting systems so that they have you know a streamlined process in their uh, order to pay a process or their procure to procure to pay a process, and you know it, the use cases differ. I mean, if you if you look at healthcare, for instance you know, the whole process of ADT, as they call it, or admissions discharge and transfer is, uh, is really clunky. And uh, also the movement of demographic information isn't that easy. So uh, I think this problem occurs in every industry. It's just that the use case and the pain point is slightly different uh, every time you go to a different vertical.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And, and you're right about the workforce issues. I often hear of health systems, hospital organizations that are like, sure, we can do that integration, give us six months or a year. And you're like, wait, that, that, that ruins the whole project. So t- talk about your experience. How many different softwares and systems have you connected to the sync data management platform? And then talk maybe a little, how easy is it to connect the data?
1: Yeah, uh, great question, John. Uh, so we've connected to about forty different applications, whether that be in CRM or ERP or accounting software or e-commerce platforms, uh, and we pick the larger ones typically because that's where most of the use cases are and more usage uh, lies. But in terms of uh, simplicity of using our platform, you know, we kind of went with uh, you know the book "Don't Make Me Think" by Steve Krug, and we really want. Uh, companies and organizations and uh, technical departments to be up and running quickly, because there's nothing worse than saying, hey, it's going to take six months. And, you know, it's some five figure number to make this integration work. Uh, You know, we come in and we do it quick, you know, usually within two weeks, if it's a standard connector and, uh, you know, we make it real simple for you to use it. So our new UI is highly simplified. So a non-technical person can use it. Uh, I always equate it to, hey, if my 13-year-old son can use it, anyone can use it. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, we make it simple. Uh, we also have set up a wizard so you can literally be up and running with a few clicks. Um, so you don't have to have a lot of uh, hand-holding in the implementation process.
0: Interesting. So talk about how you approach reading versus writing. Is this pure reading into the data lake or are you doing writing back to applications as well?
1: We actually do both. Uh The read and write process when it comes to integration is slightly different and they have different commands Uh, but the first thing actually there's two things one is you know the platform has to expose their apis for us to be able to use and ingest that the biggest
0: problem in healthcare they don't
1: (laughs) and then the second problem is we have to adhere to some architectural standards so the one that we use is uh, for example is called rest um, and you know, once you have those two in place, you know, then you've got, you know, your get commands for read, and then you got, you know, your, your, your uh, post delete and put commands uh, when you want to write. Uh, and typically when it comes to writing data into, for example, like an EHR system, uh, you know, there may be some checks and balances. You may not just want to write data into that database. You may want a clinician to actually verify and validate the data before it gets written. And usually that's what we see. Uh, when we write to databases, but uh, we do it both—we read and write—and we also move data from various different databases uh, in both directions.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about some of the specific areas you're working in with with healthcare, in, in particular, you know, I, I mentioned that we met at the Point Care event. Uh, so maybe you could start with that. You know, what are some of your healthcare-specific use cases for sharing data?
1: Yeah, so the most common one that we find when we talk to uh, senior living operators and healthcare in general is, you know, the movement of demographic information. So a good example of that would be, you know, I come in and my emergency contact has changed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want that reflected, you know, in my CRM system. So moving that data from your EHR system to your CRM would be a typical use case. But if you look at it going the other way, you, know, you may have uh, you know, a person who's uh, you know, waiting to get an assessment done and uh, you know that uh, pre-assessment flag needs to be sent over to the EHR pending the assessment and that may be a piece of data that you move the other way going back into the EHR. So you know the use cases are slightly different, everyone we talk to, but I would say in, in general, you know the, the transfer of demographic information and patient status seems to me the most, common use case, you know, as, as people wanna try and track what they call as the patient journey, you know, through mm-hmm. the continuum of care. And we all know that, you know, as they move through the continuum of care, the data doesn't necessarily move with them. And that's where Sync comes in because we can actually help transition that data as they move through the continuum of care. So, you know, the left hand is talking to the right hand and, uh, you know, the data is uh, everywhere that it needs to be uh, in almost real time
0: yeah well i mean we see even epic launching their own crm crms are are, are all the rage in healthcare right now and how do we track that patient journey so uh transferring the demographics to make sure that you're you're reaching out to them appropriately is i think it's an underestimated value that people don't understand the importance of uh, understanding the right demographic and contact information so that's great where where do you see some other possible areas of growth for db sync you know in in healthcare in particular
1: You know, I think the biggest area is, uh, you know, in the ADT process. You know, right now, if you look at a senior living operator, it could take them anywhere from 24 to 48 hours to admit or discharge a patient, just simply because certain processes haven't changed in that industry. You know, typical emails, faxes come in, someone has to put it in into some sort of a hospitality system, and then it goes into, you know, uh, an EHR system. And from there, it may go to, you know, six or eight different databases, whether it's engagement or dining or you know maintenance and we basically take that 24 to 48 hour process and we distill it down to minutes so think about the time saved and the time that we can give back to that clinician or non-clinician working on this process you know it's huge you know the other area that we're seeing a lot of demand in is this concept of martech or marketing technology so if you think about uh one of our other platforms like we called it cloud replication You know, you're now able to take all these data from these different databases and put it into a data lake. We actually use Azure uh, to bring all of this together. And we use a product called Synapse. So you can now start, you know, mining this data and getting more of a 360 view of your patient from all these different data sources. So that's also an area that we're seeing a lot of uh, demand in and also growth in.
0: Nice. Well, Sanjeev, this has uh, been really educational. It's great to feature DVSync here on Healthcare IT Today. So, so thanks so much for taking the time. and Thanks everyone for watching and listening. If you want to find more great healthcare IT content like this, be sure to check it out, healthcareittoday.com or search for Healthcare IT Today on your favorite podcast application. Thanks, Sanjeev.
1: Thank you, John.